The real estate market is active these days. In some parts of the U.S., home sales are brisk. What do you need to know to get the best deal on a home loan, and what are some of the biggest mortgage mistakes that consumers make? Here to share some inside secrets is Karen Simpson-Hankins, a veteran of the mortgage industry, author of Conquer Your Closing, Insider Secrets for Today's Savvy Home Buyer. Well, let's get right to it. You say there are four big mortgage mistakes people make. What are they? Well, the first biggest mistake is choosing the wrong lender and shopping for a loan by interest rate alone. One of the biggest headaches in the mortgage business is that 80% of your success of getting a mortgage without a lot of stress and confusion is working with the right person. You need to build a relationship and make sure that the person that you're working with is the right fit for you. Well, let's move on. What would be the second big mistake in uh, getting a mortgage? The second big mistake is not asking if a loan has a prepayment penalty. I mean, there's a lot of loans out there that are conforming loans that these days do not have prepayment penalties. But you never really know for sure what product a lender is offering you. And so that's a question you always want to ask. I've seen some huge prepayment penalties and people didn't realize they had them until the day of closing. Then we move on to the third mistake, which is? Shopping for the one-size-fits-all loan. It's kind of been tradition to just go down to your local bank where you have your checking and savings account and get a 30-year fixed-rate loan, whatever it is that they offer you. And in this mortgage environment, it's really important to custom fit that particular mortgage to your individual situation. And there's a lot more to it than just a generic loan. What would be the fourth mistake people make? Doing nothing because they think they don't qualify, not doing their homework up front and making sure that their credit is in the best condition that it could possibly be because it's not a process that happens overnight. It takes a little bit of work. I usually recommend somebody start looking about six months prior to being ready to buy because I've seen time and time again where a person, they go out and they make an offer on a house, have an accepted earnest money agreement. They come in to get their loan. They haven't done any homework. They haven't looked at their credit score. Now all of a sudden there's something unexpected on their credit reporting error or whatever, and they need to close in 30 days. Well, a lot of times it's really hard to fix those kind of errors or get that credit score where you need it to be in a 30-day time frame. Karen, is it really necessary to get a home inspection if you're buying a house? Absolutely. I even recommend getting a home inspection on a brand new house because there's always something that's going to show up. It's just money in the bank. It's going to help you know what kind of items that you need to budget for down the road. Many times people, they'll take every dime they've got to get into a mortgage, not leaving any kind of money for repairs or maintenance. And they don't realize that, you know, if you have a 20-year-old house and the lifespan of a roof is 25 to 30 years, that they may have a $10,000 bill coming up when they have to put a new roof on that house. Now, sometimes, in my experience, the uh, real estate person will say, I know a great home inspector, you should use this person. Is that the best idea for the consumer, or should they shop around for the person? I think that getting a referral from a real estate person can be one of the people that they need to consider, but I also think that they should shop around a little bit, make sure that the person is licensed as a home inspector and that their license is current. Leaving it up to your family and friends or your construction buddies is not a good thing to do. 
It's just too big of an expense down the road, potentially. In terms of locking in the best rate you can get, what advice would you have for people? Well, to not just rely on someone looking at a rate sheet. I mean, that's one of the things that is a question I believe that you need to ask a mortgage professional when you're interviewing them initially is, do they follow the markets? Do they understand what's going on? What are their options as far as shopping and their ability to lock in? Do they require them to lock in the interest rate at application or can they let that application float throughout the mortgage process? and maybe take advantage of potential decreases during the application process. The book is Conquer Your Closing, Insider Secrets for Today's Savvy Home Buyer. And you can check out her website, KarenSimpsonHankins.com. Karen, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. Glad to be here. And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Internet services provided by Pear.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporter Roy Mackey and our executive producer Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to catch us next time on another edition of InfoTrack.